Michael, how you doing? I'm nervous. What? What? We have things cookings. What? What? Barbecue meat fest, Eureka Supreme, barbecue Hawaiian special, bacon cheeseburger, Tuscan chicken, chicken supreme. So, uh, what are we talking about? I got big balls. Do you need a roommate? What? What? So, uh, what are we talking about? I don't know what you want to talk about. I mean, I'm talking about shit hitting the fan. And if you have flip-flops on, that's going to suck. What? What? Please, God, do not let this suck. Maybe it'll get better. Strap on your seatbelts and come for a ride with the snowflakes. Here we go. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Professor and the Hooch coming in live. From- What's up, Joey? How are you? I am super good. If I was any better, there would need to be two of me. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. That is Man, pretty good. Be- I'm good. I'm running on fumes right now. I've been oh, dude, I, I feel the same way. Yeah. You know, it's we have the holiday... Week. Yeah, we had the holiday on Monday, so that put my work back a day. So I had to try and get everything done that I can, you know, and why I had to do two days worth of work in one day so I could still have my Friday off. Because I got got plans for Friday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got plans. I'm going to go see. They say it's a holiday, and they say you get the day off, but actually what you're doing is you're cramming 40 hours into four days instead of five days. Yeah. And, uh, it's not really a holiday. It's just a day off, and then you have to work your butt off the rest of the week. That's just all it is. Yeah. And and honestly, I would rather these holidays be on Friday. Yeah. Than Monday. I mean, it's kind of nice waking up on Monday and not having to go to work, but Tuesday just sucks. Yeah. Yeah, when you make <laughs> Tuesday your Monday, it's twice as bad. Yeah. And you realize that Tuesday you're going to have to work your butt off. Like, I'm okay working my butt off on Thursday if I know that I get Friday off, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of the way I see that. But uh, Friday, I'm going to be going up to Artemis Overland Hardware and getting some goodies for the for the truck. So I'm excited oh, about that. This yeah. Is, uh, is this going to be your first official modification to the truck? Yeah, if you don't call the uh, Midland Radio. A modification. That's not a mod because it's not permanent. It's got double-sided tape. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. I haven't... You're just, I haven't, you're just testing that out. That's yeah, not I an actual modification. I haven't just... Well, I got worried because where I need to put the, the screws in, I think that uh, they'll stick out. Because, you know, I put it in the center console, so I think they're going to stick out funny. But no one cares about that. But, yeah, no. this will be the first... This will be the first real outward looking mod that people are going to go oh something's going on here yeah it'll, it'll definitely change the uh the total look of the whole vehicle so that's a that's a pretty cool mod when you do that yeah but i really think that what's going to happen is just going to end up looking like a work truck uh well you're not going full-blown camper so i think no i'm getting a rack no i'm getting a rack but i don't Okay, so I'm getting my rack from Artemis Overland Hardware in Springfield, and I have a funny feeling that he didn't order, like, the attachments that go on the rack, that he just ordered the rack. Because we haven't really talked about it since then. Right. And so I don't know if he got, like, the storage thing or the piece that holds the rotopacks or, you know, the piece that holds, like, a you know, um, an axe and a high lift jack and all that kind of stuff. I don't know that he ordered those when he ordered my rack or if he just ordered the rack. Okay. So it'll be kind of, it'll probably look like it's just a work truck to throw ladders on top of. Yeah. 
which, you know, it's a start, right? Hey, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you and know, then... I made a huge modification to my rig uh, last oh. Saturday. Uh, went up to Ozark Overland Outfitters. And first time I'd ever been up to Jason's shop and uh, really enjoyed visiting with Jason Harris. He really saved me because my fridge went kaput. And he has decided to upgrade in size his refrigerator from a 55 liter to a 75. Well, his 55 was just perfect because just it's just me and the wife. 75 and liter? 75, dude. That's massive. But he's got like 20 kids or something, doesn't he? He's got one. Oh, okay. That's one close. Kid. I was close. Yeah. Uh, one kid and uh, and his wife. And so they're upgrading because they're going to be doing some more trips and stuff. And they want more room. So yeah. he decided to sell me his used one. And I had to buy a another uh, DFG off-road slide with it, which the slide is so freaking awesome because it's got a cutting board with it. So you pull out the fridge. And then underneath is a cutting board that you can pull out even more. Uh, pretty cool. I was cutting it very close with the 55 dual zone <laughs> Snowmaster. It cleared yeah. by a half of inch. Wow. Half inch is what it cleared by. And I think I'm going to have to start, start taking me a step stool uh, to be able to see inside the thing because it's so big. Uh, oh, but really? anyway, it was a great, great uh, upgrade. It was the one that I wanted to begin with, uh-huh. uh, but they're so stinking expensive that I bought the cheap one instead, and my cheap one went crap, and so I ended up having to buy it anyways. But I'm now, excited. I'm excited. We talk. We talk about our off-road vehicles a lot, but now you have a pretty badass motorcycle. What's the last thing you've done to your motorcycle? Which one? Uh, sorry, didn't know there was multiple. <laughs> Yeah, um, we have three motorcycles in our family. Um, I have a 2012 Harley-Davidson Ultra Classic, um, which I have owned since it had 0.18 miles on it. And oh, wow. And over 72,000 miles on it. My wife has her own 2010 Harley-Davidson Deluxe. And then I recently, in the last year, traded a zero turn for a Honda NC750X, which I'm building out for an adventure bike. Oh, Uh, sweet. And I did get a few things in for that last week. I got a... Well, and you're the right age to get an adventure bike, because it seems like everybody that gets an adventure bike is like, you know, getting close or into their 50s. Okay. All right. I will be 50 next year, so I am getting into it at the perfect time. Yeah. And, yeah, um, you're, you're right, at, right there. You're so just I've on track. So I've got a whole long list of things. i got to get the paneer boxes and, and the paneer mounts. Um, i got a, a mount for um, GPS and cell phone and all that, which I installed the other day. And I also got a uh, USB power outlet. Uh, that's powered, has an on-off switch that will be mounted to that that I will be mounting on there as well. But I've still got to get, oh my gosh, i got to get tires. I've got to get the uh, the bars that protect everything, like the crash bars and stuff. Yeah, I've got yeah, totally. to get. But yeah. I am set up with everything that will go in it because uh, I bought uh, 23-0 was having a closeout on their ground tent. If you didn't even know that they made a ground tent, um, they make a 
one, uh, it may be a two-person ground tent huh. that they had on clearance. They had a mark from like $170 to like $46, and I bought two. Oh, wow. Um, and, you know, 23-0 makes top-of-the-line tents. So uh, I'm set up in the tent market. I've I've got my cook stove. I've got everything I need. i got my smash-down fishing pole. Uh, I'm ready to go, but I just got to get the – the boxes and stuff to carry it all with. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about building that up. Uh, I'm real excited about that. Very cool. I think we've entered the part of the show where we talk about what's in front of you. What do you hey. have sitting in front of you? Man, right now, um, other than uh, a picture of myself that I like looking at, oh, wow. I have in front of me um, a Bud Light Orange. Um I have really taken a liking to my Bud Light Orange. Huh. Um, yeah, we were out and had to go to a Walmart. I think your man card's getting taken away right well, now. Well, you know, I like to experience with different flavors and stuff. And um, Yeah, I'm it's, def- it's definitely getting taken away. I don't like dark beer at all. I don't either. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like drinking motor oil to me. I, just, I, I agree. It's too thick. Hard of taste. It's horrible. Yeah. But I like I like experiencing with different kinds of beers, but I like light beers. And so when we were in Walmart, Walmart had a pack of three different kinds of Bud Light. They had orange, lemonade, and lime. And I bought a 12-pack. And let me tell you, there's not one in there I don't like. They're all good. Huh. And it's just like drinking a Coke. It, you don't even think there's alcohol in it. It's it's good. Oh, for well, just that's, uh, that's dangerous. It is. Yeah, I mean it's just good. And if you just want to come home and kick back and and uh, watch a little YouTube or something like that before you go to bed, it's a perfect evening type drink. So With a refreshing beverage. Yeah, it's refreshing. You know, I have my coffee in the morning, have my adult beverage in the evening, and and I'm good. I'm good. Man, I had some Love coffee it. this morning from uh, Quick Trip. From where? And I felt Quick Trip. Quick like a Trip convenience store. Yeah. Okay. And. Yeah. I felt off all day after I had really? that cup of coffee. I don't know what the deal was. It was just, I felt off all day after I drank that cup of coffee. It was weird. It was really weird. Like, I, 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 it's happened to me before, like certain types of coffee that yeah. just kind of, I don't know, kind of like when we were talking about cigars, maybe they're, maybe it's, it's the strength or it's something about them that for my body, it just kind of goes, mm. yeah. I've and I like, where it just don't jive where it just, yeah, don't jive and with I like you most, and it just kind of messes with your equilibrium or something yeah, like that. Just, you just feel off, but yeah. I got everything going right for me right now. I don't have oil fire in front of me. I am in um, Springdale, Arkansas for work. Um, so I'm at a hotel, so I've got a Coca-Cola sitting in front of me, and then I have a Eureka pizza. I had to try Eureka. it. I've been buying like a thousand times whenever I'm in Arkansas, and I'm always curious. Like, there's tons of them, kind of like, kind of like Little Caesars, you know. And it says hot and ready, just like Little Caesars. So I thought oh, I'll try it out, and it's okay. It's a six dollar pizza, so it's a super cheap pizza. Um, the cheese tastes pretty good. Um, the crust is a little different. Like it has a little bit of a flavor to it almost. Huh. Like not just bread, but just like a little bit more to it. Um, so I haven't decided if I'm fully committed or if it's just like, eh. and I'm the pizza guy. I love pizza. Oh yeah. Um, love and, it. and so 
for me to try a new pizza and and walk away confused is weird. Yeah, that's that's not. <laughs> I a, don't know how to feel. Not a road I want to go down. Yeah, but I I mean like for the price, it's 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 all right, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know that it's any better or worse than Little Caesars. It's no hideaway pizza. We got hideaway pizza in Oklahoma. Started in Stillwater at Oklahoma State University. Yeah. And it's unbelievable. It's my favorite pizza. Oh, we got a hideaway here. We've had it for about a uh, year and a half, maybe two years now. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, some of their uh, their garlic knots. Oh, Oh, so good. They are so good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. But let me tell you, um, we went and met a couple friends since we're talking about food. Uh, we went and met a couple friends that were camped out on the Buffalo River. We couldn't find them, so I called them, and he said, we're not there. We're up here at a restaurant. We're grabbing something to eat. Just come up here and meet us. So right at the entrance to Gilbert, where everybody puts in on the on, or actually takes out on the Buffalo National River, is a new place right on Highway 65 called Crawdaddy's. Ooh, that and just sounds there's good. there's this old one-legged Cajun guy that's just so loud and he has opened up this new restaurant and let me tell you they had some of the best boudin balls and uh shrimp oh my gosh the 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 shrimp were as big as my hand they were just what? massive I've never seen shrimp that those are called well, lobster. they're the called lobster wow no, when they, get, when they get big like that, they're called lobster. They're actually called prawns. Okay, you're big. right. Yeah, but but let me tell you, they uh, Aaron had ordered some um some shrimp that were just what did it have on them? It had on coconut coconut shrimp, and they were just so good. They had some kind of a sweet spicy sauce that you dipped mm-hmm. them in. I love it. Co- mm-hmm. Man, so good. So, I love some coconut shrimp. Mm-hmm. That yeah, me too. That's something. yeah, that is something. Hey, speaking of something, you know, there's a lot of things in this world that are nothing, but I want to talk about something that's something. Have you seen all the boat parades that oh have been my, happening around? Insane. I guess liberal people don't go on boats. Unreal. There was a world record set in New Jersey this week. Really? Boat parade. For uh they were showing support for Trump and the police and the first responders. Yeah. There was two on Monday here in Arkansas and two different lakes that had over two thousand boats apiece. Wow. Two thousand boats. I know it. I, I think at Lake happened all over the place. I've never seen this. Have you ever seen this in your life? Well, I know that at Lake Eufaula they've had boat parades, but it's only been like at the most fifty boats probably. But I think at Lake Eufaula they even had a two thousand plus boat parade. That's great. You know, and then they had that one in Texas where all those boats started capsizing. Yeah, they start. Yeah, at some point you get too many big boats in the water, and then the little boats get hit by the waves, and they're too close together, and because they're in a parade, and like you know, yeah, I mean, a couple that didn't put their plug in. Well, that happens. That's pretty much. uh, I've been there, done that. If you have a boat, yeah, I've been there, done that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 
my dad, I was a kid, so my dad or my uncle didn't put it in. And it was like, something, something feels wrong. Yeah. Something feels oh, like crap. Thinking- Let's get this boat back on their trailer and we can, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So well, you know, I've, I've been on, I've been involved in a few businesses that were sinking ships, but I've never actually been on a sinking <laughs> ship. So uh, yeah, that's got to be a horrible feeling. It's got to be a horrible feeling. We were going down, we were in Lake Eufaula. We had a place at Lake Eufaula for a while. And now that's in Texas, right? No, it's in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. It's off I 40, um, right, like on, right. on my way to Arkansas. Okay. Um, so Lotta Water Road is one of the roads. Love the Lotta name of water. the road. Lotta Water. Uh, so my dad, you know, we're going through this section. I'm like, hey, dad, be careful. There's stumps in here. He's like, well, the water's up. We're good. I was like, eh. Yep. He hit one, pulled the whole out drive, outboard, whatever, off the boat. Oh, my gosh. It was hanging on by cables. Wow. And. I had a girl I was dating in the boat with us. Her son was in the boat. This was, you know, 15 plus years ago, probably. And another boat had to rescue them to get them, you know, my mom and my sister and um, this woman and her and her kid off the boat. And of course, dad and I stayed because we're captains and we go down with the boat. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then he pulled us back to the trailer. Luckily, it didn't sink, but. That was, we, we got the boat fixed and then sold it. He sold it immediately after. Yeah. Like immediate. And I was like, why are you selling? It's got brand new stuff on it. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> like, okay. And we never oh, talked about God. how much that cost to fix. I can't imagine. I can't, I can't imagine. imagine. Like can't at that imagine. point, you're almost thinking that boat's crash. Yeah. Time to just throw that sucker away. This time um, to park that thing out in the field and never go back again. Yeah, yeah, and let and let the bugs and 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 mice and snakes consume it. Yeah, yeah, because that's what <laughs> happens when you park something. Nature takes over. That's right. That's right. So, so you've been well, doing a lot of driving this week. I mean, you've been putting the miles on. Dude, you, I put. I do the miles every week. What you've been listening to this week? This week, I have been listening to a lot of um, country. Really? And I got into, um, let me see if I, let me see if I can get the name of it pulled up. Cause it's, it's, it's a newer Nico moon is the oh, name of yeah, the artist. Nico moon. Love some of his songs. Um, okay, now fact, did, you, did you pull up like all of like a whole album of his or did you just run across? One no. Yeah. Songs. Like, so I ran across actually on YouTube, someone posted a uh, good time, the song, good time. Yep. And I listened to it and I was like, Oh, that's kind of fun. So I went and pulled it up on Spotify, uh, pulled the artist up on Spotify and then it'll show you all the songs they have. And I haven't heard one. I don't like yet. Wow. Like paradise to me is good. Drunk over you way back good at loving you like i mean like all those songs are so yeah so and when i say country artist it's the new country artist so there's a little bit of like like um mix to the to the music you know like a little r&b kind of flavor to your country twang like all that kind of stuff willie and waylon and the boys it's it's got a little bit of a beat to it exactly exactly i got you so so uh which I think Waylon, I think Waylon and the boys would be playing music like this. 
I, I think that who wouldn't be would be like Hank Williams Sr. Right. and Patsy Cline. They right. would have been like, yeah, let's just, you know, do the whole traditional country. But, yeah, you know, they true. were – Waylon and them, they were, they were outlaws. So I think they would have been – they would have been like, screw your normal country. I'm going to be an outlaw and, you know, mix some different flavor to it. So, yeah, yeah. think about that. Huh. So if some of these singers were born today, they would obviously be molded into a different type of artist. It's possible. It's possible. But, you know, I remember back in the late 80s when Garth Brooks came out and totally changed country music and made it. I mean, he was coming out with rock and roll songs, but still, there were those who stuck to the old country. Yeah, but you go back and listen to old Garth Brooks songs, and you're like, man, this is old-sounding country. Yeah, I mean, it's still steel, you know, the the steel slide guitars, you know, all that kind of stuff. It still Mm. has that, but yes, it was very progressive for what was going on in country, like your Conway Twitties and stuff like that. So it was very progressive. And he was just a great entertainer. Most the big thing about Garth Brooks was 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 not that he was a better singer than everybody. It's that he moved around and had fun on stage. Country singers before then were just like, um, who's that real short guy that lives in Texas? George Strait. So like George Strait just stood what? there with a guitar. Short guy. Yeah, he's really short. He's like five six, five five. Huh. He's he's a little big guy. I don't guess I've ever met him. He's like Tom Cruise. He's a little bitty. Hmm. Interesting. But he would just stand there and sing. Great Yeah, voice. he don't move at all. Great song. Yeah, no. Garth Brooks is running and jumping into the crowd and, yep. you know, doing all kinds of pyrotechnics and, you know, all that, you know, that's, but he was heavily influenced by Kiss. So hmm. that's one of the reasons why his show was always, that's why he won Entertainer of the Year every time he went on stage yeah you know he's a man more money than his grandchildren's grandchildren can spend that's what he says on his radio show and that was like that was like 10 years ago yeah and you know that was before doing vegas i can't so when he when he did vegas you know he was done touring and when he did vegas the guy the, the promoter the owner of the hotel whoever it was said, hey, we want you to do this thing. He goes, there's not enough money. You couldn't afford it. And then and then he said, okay, well, then let's talk because I guess the money was right. Wow. And he got to fly back home every day after the show. Wow. They had a private jet for him to fly him and his family or whoever went with him back to his home in Oklahoma because I think he was living in Oklahoma, like up near Claremore or something. Mm-hmm. And... um and then he would fly back the next weekend for the doing his shows. Wow. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. That's a pretty good gig. Spoiled little brat. Well, no, we love Garth Brooks. Love Garth. Garth's got a big yeah. heart. He yeah. does. He seems like an all right guy. So well, yeah. I, I'm kind of afraid to tell people what song I've been hung up on this week because, you know, there's some bands out there that if you if you tell people who you listen to, they like, automatically want to pull your man card. Oh, I'm going to form an opinion on you, just like I did the orange Bud Light or whatever. Probably so. Well, you know, I'm an, I'm an eclectic kind of guy. I, I, you're you're something. 
my range of loves is extremely wide, except yeah. when it comes to females. And I have a very narrow mind when it comes to females. But I'd almost say you have a one track mind right now because your wife is amazing. Yes, she's well, she's your camp wife. So, you know, she yeah. takes care of everybody. She does. But back to the tunes, um, I'm just going to throw it out there. And you can, you can judge me if you want, but let me tell you, this song has got a great message, and it's got a great beat to it. Nickelback. Nickelback's Gotta Be Somebody. Gotta Be Somebody. Is that, is that When did that come out? I, I don't know, but we were coming back from Colorado this summer. and that Sing a little bit of it, because I'm not remembering. Um. It says, nobody wants to be the last one picked. Everybody wants to feel like someone cares. There's got to be somebody for me out there. And, uh, I mean, just a great, great beat, tune. It jams. It's one of those that you can just turn all the way up, turn the bass up, and, I mean, they just rock it out. And I love it. I love it. I don't care what you think of me. You can call me Democrat or whatever. I love it. Here's the deal. I don't I'm not really, taking it back. I don't understand why Nickelback gets so much shit because I like quite a few of their songs. I do too. I do too. Like, but I hear I'm people like, on the radio talk so much shit about them. I, mean, I know. It's just horrible. But now yeah. I don't know if they're just douchebags or not. And I mean that could be why. It could be. You know, people that actually know them personally probably have said a few things and it's kind of rolled with the punches or whatever but but like let me tell you you need to photograph this song up you need to look oh i I, I will oh i will it is good it is but there's a good song there's some photograph where he's talking about you know looking at a picture and it takes him back yep like that's so true you look at a picture and then you can you can feel what that picture was like when you when you were in it and and you can you you immediately start smelling Yep. Whatever it was that was around, like if it was a barbecue, if it was, um, you know, so, someone's stinky house or it, whatever it could be, you start smelling that even though that smell's not there. Like you start, it, it's weird how, been a photographer for most all of my life. And mm-hmm. one of the things that we always said as photographers is the word that we're the world's greatest storytellers. Yeah. Because... We don't even have to write words. We just capture an image, and you are immediately transported to that time. Right. That's right. Speaking of anything on social media this week that have you have added to your bucket list of places that you want to be tripping, that you want to be uh, adding to go before you die? You know, I have to be completely honest. I have not been on Facebook that much this week. You've been driving. I've been working my ass off. Well, let me tell you, I have. Okay, what did you, you find? Have you seen the pictures of the Faroe Islands? No. Oh, my gosh. You have got to look up. It's on Instagram at Faroe Islands. F-A-R-O-E Islands. Okay. It's halfway between Norway and Iceland. Oh, okay. Well, then so I it gives go. you a little bit in your mind the topography that you're going to see there. Because yeah. Iceland 
is beautiful. It's covered with waterfalls. Norway has extremely steep cliffs, um, very high vistas, beautiful mountains. And the Faroe Islands are like many islands that stick up out of the ocean, but they, but instead of like a, a small flat that just barely sticks up, I mean, you've got humongous 500 foot cliffs that stick up and it's just like so many islands, just unbelievable, beautiful. And let me tell you, it's, it's really weird because I got to looking at the, the climate and because of the Gulf stream where it sits, the summers average 54 degrees. Okay. It doesn't get hot and the winters average 41 degrees. So you've only got a 13 degree difference in between the summer and the winter. And so it's like the same temperature there all the time. Yeah. And it is just unreal beautiful. And, you know, it's a, it's a photographer's paradise. Oh yeah. You just need to go on there and look at Faroe Islands, F-A-R-O-E Islands on Instagram. And you will just be blown away because it is just unreal. Beautiful. I, I will do that, but I'm glad that you brought that up because I just started a new thing with my daughter that we're going to do on the weekends that I have her. That's going to be called a hundred miles from home. Oh yeah. It's, it's all about what adventure can you have simply just a hundred miles from home? Because you know, not everybody has the resources or the ability or the time to be able to go to the Faroe Islands. You're right. Right. So if you're not able to do that, yeah. Or the money. You know, so if you're not able to do that, you still need that sense of adventure and exploration and wonder in your life. You're right. So if you can figure out, if you can put a, a nail or a pin where you live and then do a, do a search outside of that area of 100 miles, you will find enough things to keep you busy for a long time. You're right. You know, I'm I'm amazed all the time at, I've lived in Arkansas since I was four years old. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I was born here. We moved to Alabama for like three years and came back. And I've been here for uh, 47 years. And I'm amazed at how many things are here that I've never seen. Yeah. I mean, it's just unreal how many things there are to do, uh, waterfalls, waterfalls. you know, just places to adventure off the beaten path that I've never seen or done before. And it's just amazed me every year, all the new things that I experience in my own state. I don't have to travel a thousand miles to Colorado to to experience that. I can experience that in my own state. So that'd be a, that's going to be a great series. Well, and it's, it's just like, you know, there's a road that you drive by every day that you don't think two thoughts about. One of these days, go down that road, and most likely there ain't going to be nothing down that road. But yeah. what if, what if there was that one thing that you're like, that was worth driving down this road? Yeah. That's, that's kind of the whole point. And it doesn't have to be like, we went on a hiking trip. So we went down to a place called Mount Scott, which is just north of Lawton, Oklahoma. And it's a wildlife refuge. So we, we, we went and saw prairie dogs, we saw buffalo, we saw longhorn cattle because they can free roam 
We saw a centipede that was like a foot long. It was crazy awesome. Yeah, saw that. All kinds of stuff. And we hiked down to, you know, some little creeks and different things with boulders all over. It was just amazing. It was such a good time. And we didn't even scratch the surface. We were only there for a day because we left at 11, 11.30 or so. Took us about an hour and 15 minutes to get there. We hung out there for probably about four hours, and then we headed home. Mm. Now, we both thought we need to camp here, but it was just too hot last weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was even for her. It was too hot. The hiking was a little much. She's a little blonde girl, fair skin. So her face was getting red. So we were done. Um, But she loved it. They have a place called the Parallel Forest, which is all the trees are like six foot um, apart and, you know, mapped out like parallel to each other. And it's great. It's like and it's supposed to be haunted, Hmm. which adds a little to it. So I want to go there at night. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but they got all kinds of different things to check out and look at. But my point is, is that you don't even have to, like, if you're not a hiker, fine. You know what? There's probably a restaurant or a small little town that has some really cool things to it that you can go to drive and just walk around and explore. Right. Well, that happened to us this past weekend because after we met our friends on the way back from West Plains, Missouri. Yeah. Um, they He sent me a, a pin drop before they were where they were camped at and i tried to get down there and i couldn't find it well then we went up to eat with them and then i just followed him down there well i've been down to gilbert a thousand times and you know this is where everybody gets out on the buffalo river because if you don't get out there you have to travel like another 40 miles all the way to the white river and it's 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 where all the normal people get out and then all the hardcore people continue yeah, but I've the been down there. Day trips and, yeah. I don't know how many times, but we go down there where everybody's parked, and we take a left and drive through some trees. And little, little did I know, lo and behold, there's a road there. And huh. I mean, Sandy, um, I had to put it in four wheel drive, and we drove through a really tight place. But then, as soon as we came out on the other side, there was this gravel bar that was just so isolated from everybody. The perfect camp spot. And I was thinking, I've lived here my whole life. I didn't know this was here. See? 100 and, miles from home. And, yeah, we're, we were about 40 miles from home. See? And here we are, and this is on the way to Springfield. So all the things that we go up to Artemis, this is on the way. Oh, um, yeah. And it's on the way home. And it's, a, it's in a perfect spot for us. Mm-hmm. And so, And not everybody can get there because not everybody has the means to get there. And... We just pulled out there, and and no lie, last weekend, this was the coolest spot in Arkansas. We looked at all of the temperatures around Arkansas. Oh, really? It was the coolest spot in Arkansas. We actually got to have a campfire and uh, sit out around the campfire and enjoy it with no bugs. And, of course, the next morning we got up, and everybody swam, and it, it got hot in the middle of the day, and we came home. But I thought... What a great spot that I never knew was here. Huh. And, you know, it's that's just what you have to do. You have to get out and explore and, and find these places that are really pl- right in your backyard, but you never yeah. go there. Yeah, it can be a one-day trip, or you could make it a weekend if you stayed in a hotel somewhere or stayed camping or whatever it is that you do. Um, yeah, the whole idea is to be able to do it in one day or even a weekend. You know, like yeah. normal people have – you know, at least a day and, 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 you know, most of the time a weekend um, that they can go do some things. So 
Um, especially right now with all of this craziness with COVID and people getting stir crazy, Man. you need to get inspired to get out of your damn house. Man, you know, I'm so sick of this COVID mess. Oh, I'm done with it. It's and then they up. talk about they talk about the president. The president lied about you know how bad it was. Well, you know what? Every president lies about stuff to he not freak out. Well, to not freak out the whole population. Like, he if he would have come out and, and and also the science was that it what at the time was that it wasn't transferable by uh, human to human. Like they didn't know anything yet. No, you know, and so knew. nobody so, knew anything about it. And he was just trying to keep everybody calm until they could figure out what in the world to do. You know, it's and, just like if there was an asteroid coming to hit the United States, we're not going to be told about it. No, they're not going to say a word. No, they're just gonna, they're just going to let it happen, because if they say a word, it's a, it's craziness. Right. Yeah. Like. Like, if they knew where it was going to impact and how big it was going to be, and I'm talking about one of those that would take out, like, a whole state or two kind of, you know, asteroid yeah, things. that'd be big. Yeah. Um, it would be, I mean, people would, it would be mass craziness. People yeah. would be killing each other to try to get out of town, so it's better off just to let them live their life and just not know that they got hit by an asteroid. Well, man, let me tell you, this week has been... It seems like the closer we get to the election, the crazier everybody gets. And there has been so many things come out this week um, that are happening around the United States. Some of them that don't get enough uh, coverage, like the, you know, it looks like all of California is on fire. But I'm oh. not even seeing that. Well, it's it's and, not even just California. It's Washington. It's Colorado. Yeah, all, all of the West it's, Coast. It's Arizona. It's It's unreal. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, that's not getting hardly any coverage because of Pelosi going in and getting her hair done. Well, and, she shouldn't have done it. Well, you're right. She shouldn't have done it. And now, oh my gosh, now all the gyms in California are up in arms because they have found out that all the federal building gyms have been open this whole time. And they've been. <laughs> of and course so they they're all up in arms now. And then there was a Twitter war between Candace Owens and Cardi B. Oh, which was I mean, brutal. Went off on each other. Just brutal. Yeah. I love. Well, love and Cardi B's not smart enough to deal with Candace. Like, she's well, not in Candace, her wheelhouse. Candace really, uh, I'm going to be on the bandwagon for Candace Owens 2024. Well, she's I mean, hot. She is, she's hot, she's smart, and she's just like Trump. She don't take no crap off nobody. Uh-uh. And, and I just love her, man. She's just awesome. Yeah. If her and um, the White House press secretary were, oh. that would be a, that would be a ticket everybody would vote for. Man. And then, I don't know if you heard this. Did you hear what Joe well, Rogan be a said ticket. on the podcast? It'd be a ticket because we would want to see if they made out. <laughs> that's that's oh what we're hoping goodness. as president and vice president. Are you guys like sleeping together? You making I'm out? I'm going to have like, to put you in timeout, dude. <laughs> All right, timeout. I'll take a drink of my Coke. Oh, my goodness. More Bud Light Orange. There you go. What were you about to say about Joe Rogan? Did you hear what he said on his podcast this week? Uh-uh. 
All right, it's all over social media right now because Joe Rogan said Biden is kind of like going for a long walk in the woods at night with a flashlight that's about to die. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. What a great analogy. Oh, that is amazing. I mean, Joe is one of those guys. He just don't give a crap what anybody says. And he didn't he care what side. He's like, I mean, he's, he just he, threw it out there and everybody's just raving about it. Even Trump retweeted it today. It was so good. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing I like about Joe Rogan is that, you know, he's he's liberal minded. But he's yeah. he's more than willing to say that person's an idiot. Yeah. Like, what are you people thinking why why is this the person that the Democrats have chosen to be? Like, here's the deal. You would think that when you're picking your president nomination, like when you're nominating a president to go to the, uh, the final election, you know, you got the two sides going against each other. You would think that you would pick your best representation of the Democratic Party. Yep. Mm, I'm not even sure he's in the top. 30% of worthwhile Democrats. I just don't, I just don't understand it. I don't, like, understand. I don't need, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't get it. I think they thought he was going to be a safe bet. And then he started acting like an old man, you know, with well, his dementia and Alzheimer's or whatever it I is. I have a theory. I have a theory of why they picked him. Oh, I do too. Because... He will do everything they tell him to. He's a puppet. He has no mind of his own. He has no comebacks to any questions, no answers to any questions of his own, unless he says what they tell him to. And so they wanted somebody they could control, and he is that guy. He, He doesn't care much about anything. So he'll just go out there and say whatever they want him to say, and that'll be it. So here, here is my theory. Here's what I think is going to happen. And I don't know. I need to find out the law or the rule about this. I think that what's going to happen. Well, first of all, this is all bullshit because I don't think he's going to win. But if Biden won, I think the goal has always been to get him to win. And he'll stay in office for a month, three months, not a full year. And they'll pull his ass out and say, well, medically, he just can't do it anymore. Mainly so, yep. Yeah. So then his vice president, who is Kamala or whatever her name is, um, Kamala, is going to be president. Now, here's my question. Because she wasn't voted into office, does that count as one of her two terms? I don't know. Or does she get to finish off his term as president? And then get to run again in 2024. And then, because that's the first time she was elected president, would she get to run again in 2028? God help us. Think about it. God help us. Jesus, come quickly. I mean, that's some scary shit. Uh, I don't, it, it makes me sick at my stomach until you yeah. think about it. I just, with I all, don't, with all the, uh, the so only way I see them winning that have been going around that they support, let me tell uh, you, it's yeah. it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. 
Yeah, and I've heard so much bullshit about the peaceful protest that like, oh, well, you know, that wasn't part of the peaceful protest. You know what? You can't segment that this was, it happened at the same night that your peaceful protest happened. And yeah, the people that were peaceful protesting, I'm trying, I'm not really, I, I, I know that there's people that are peacefully protesting. Yeah. But you got to think about, okay, I know that we're going to peacefully protest for an hour. And then once we go home, then, then shit's going to burn. Like, yeah. if you know that, then you don't go and protest. Right. Like, figure something else out. Well, I got into a conversation with uh, Libtard uh, today, <laughs> and and you know he said that there there's got to be police reform, and most of the pro- protests have been peaceful. And then he quoted some bullcrap from CNN, and then I was like, okay, so what you're wanting to do is you're wanting to lump all the police officers into one category saying that all police officers need retraining reform whatever so you're putting all them into one lump sum yeah but yet you're wanting to separate the peaceful protests and the riots and saying oh wait those are two different things you can't blame these peaceful protesters over here for what the rioters have done so how about this how do how about we don't blame all of the police officers for what these four or five police officers have done. How about that, jackass? Yeah. You know, you can't have it both ways. It's such a small percentage of at the actual United States numbers of police force. Like the number of people that are police in the United States versus the number of people that that commit bad acts against uh, let's just say, uh, normal law-abiding citizens is yeah. very, 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 very small. Oh, man, I, I got a And those people laugh. get nailed when they do it. Like, I they get in trouble. I got a great laugh this week because Fox News, and, and I know Fox News is trying to report both sides. Um, I see that. But they put out this, this uh, quote this week that 175 current former or retired law enforcement officers are backing Biden. And I was like, that's awesome. Good for them. Because you know, out of the 700,000 that there are in the United States, he gets 175 of them. That's awesome. That's great. Let me tell you, there are people in this country that are going to be Democrat. It don't matter who's running. There are these still staunch Democrats out there that aren't going to vote for a Republican if it was Jesus himself. But, yeah, sure, out of the 700,000, we'll give him 175. We'll take it. And the, the, Democrats, the Democrats are out of their mind if they think that these, these Antifa people are Democrats. Yeah. They're not. <laughs> like, like it, and it shows when they show up at the mayor's uh, apartment to try and burn it down. Yeah. Because he's a Democrat. Yeah. Like, He's supposed to be, in quotes, on their side. Yeah, it's like the, the black widow that eats her husband as soon as she screws him. You know, it's they, they're going after yes. their own. And they yep. don't care who it is. All they want to do is just act the way they want to act. Just have an excuse yep. to act the, act the way they want to act. And it's so funny to me now that the, that the uh, Chicago mayor 
is not living there in her own house because they found out where she lived. Uh, the St. Louis mayor can't live in her own house. She had to move in her, into an apartment. Uh, the Portland uh-huh. mayor can't live in his own house because he had to move somewhere else because they found out where he lives. I think it's hilarious. I love oh, it. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? We we can't end on that. We can't end on that garbage. We got to end no, on no. a good note. And let me tell you, I'm going to have a good week despite all this bull crap that's going on. Because we got well, a great event that's coming up this Saturday. We do. Cannot wait. The very first inaugural Northwest Arkansas Rigs and Coffee in Bentonville. Man, you know, we go to a lot of events a year, but I love going and just hanging out, seeing people's rigs, and meeting new people. And that's what this is all about, and I, I'm very excited about it. Well, and we're going to do our radio show that morning from Rigs and Coffee. Yeah. Even Lee's going to be yeah. there. No, he's not. Lee's not going to be there. Did you not read the text? He's going to go pick up his kid and... Oh, wait. Can we say that? His wife isn't listening to this, is she? He, he's going to go something to surprise her, so he will not be coming. Oh, okay. Well, I, I had read that he was going to bring his little nephew. Is what I read. So, uh, I may have read it wrong. My wife accuses me all the time of not reading details very well. But anyway, I'm going to have a good time whether he's there or not. Well, it's going to be me and you, so it doesn't really matter. We don't need to leave. Yes. I know Aaron from Artemis is going to be there. Jason Harris is going to be there. All the Express Rally guys are going to be there. I just saw Chad Boyd's going to be there. He's he's having a whole crew following him from his shop. Chad Boyd is actually leading a ride over there. Yeah, yeah. some They're leaving at going 5.45 in the morning or something like that. Yeah, well, it's a pretty good trek across there. So, And plus, you got to get there early to get a T-shirt because they don't have T-shirts for everybody. And I want to get there and get a T-shirt. Oh, yeah, that's my whole goal. And stickers. Got to have a sticker. I'm yeah, a sticker too, ba- too bad we're not going to have stickers. Yeah, well, one of these days we'll be big enough where we'll have stickers and patches and people want our autographs and all that other good stuff. But for now, it's just you and me. But the uh-huh. professor... And yeah. The yeah, yeah, our sticker guy's not coming. Well, you know what? That's okay. We'll catch yeah. him the next time. We'll catch him the next time. Well, we were supposed to catch him the next time this time. This was supposed to be the next time. It was. Because he wasn't at the other event. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows? That He'll giant get... asteroid may come. The murder hornets may get him. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, it'll be COVID. We don't know. COVID will get him. But you know what? Till next time. Man, we are so excited that you actually stayed till the bitter end. Uh, This is like a runaway train, and we have no idea where it's going. We covered pretty much all of the aspects of life. But you know what? If you didn't like it, come back next time. Maybe it'll be better. But I can't guarantee that. So I hope you have a great week. This is the Professor and the Hooch. 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 Signing off. Till next time, take it easy. So that's all we got for this episode of Professor and the Hooch. Come back next week as we talk about a whole lot of something and a whole lot of nothing. Have a great week. (laughs) That's funny.